Hello and welcome to the podcast. Thanks for listening again. I have a I have a good one this week, a great interview with uh, someone I used to work with, someone I used to work for, Brian Herman. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about Brian before I start the interview and uh, you hear my terrible, terrible um, intro to Brian. But let me let me tell you how this interview came about. Uh, I worked for Brian for I think two years. And um, Brian was passionate. Brian was a great boss. He was passionate about what he was doing. He loved helping people. And he helped a lot of people in his position. He, re- he really did. He was in charge of the workforce development. So he helped people get new careers. He helped people learn new skills and reinforce old skills. And I, I think he really felt great about that job. Having said all that, uh, a decade went by and Brian quit with with no plan um no no real safety net no other no other job brian quit and uh i i noticed it because you know like any old colleague i of course stalked him on linkedin and brian introduced a big change to his life uh and that change was him quitting he talked about the reasons he quit and uh, what he was going to do and that was he wasn't sure what he was going to do. And I, I continued to follow what Brian was doing. And I told him I had this podcast going on that I, that I thought about doing. And I'd love for him to come on the podcast and talk to people about change. Because change can be scary, but it happens. Change can be a little bit, can cause anxiety. It can be, it can be a lot, but it happens. And, and how do you deal with that? And Brian wanted to come on the podcast, but he got busy. He got real busy. Uh, I continued to uh, stalk him on LinkedIn, reach out to him through texts, and uh, I realized Brian got busy creating a company. So Brian created YNL Global or Your Next Life. It's a employee engagement and relationship company, and um, I think it's best if he describes what that is, but. Brian got back to, I think personally, he got back to helping people. And that's what this company is offering him. Being being a founder in this company, I think is a, for me, it, it seems very scary. And um, I don't know if it is for him or not. I couldn't, I couldn't get him to admit it if it was. But uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to run in a company. There's a lot to found in a company. And you don't always have time for interviews on a podcast that like two people listen to. So I'm really glad that Brian was able to do it. And um, I hope he's an inspiration to anyone out there that's thinking about um, making a big change in their career or in their life. And um, maybe he can help you out. I'm going to post in the description for this podcast, Brian's um, LinkedIn profile page. And from that page, you can find his website for his company and you can actually become a beta tester if you reach out to him through LinkedIn and uh, their Twitter account as well. If you reach out to them, you can become a beta tester for, for what their company offers. And, and uh, yeah, if you're looking for change or you want change or you just feel run down in, in the minutia of your career, I, I would definitely reach out to Brian and, uh, YNL Global or Your Next Life. So, ado squashed. 
Let's get into that interview. Formally, whoever you want to, and I'll, I'll jump in. Just ask me. You want to ask me questions or whatever you want to do. We're good. I'm good. Okay, that's how I think. I, I think that's how I want to do it. So, uh, I'm here with Brian Herman, and uh, I could do Brian's introduction, but it would be I, I'll do it. Brian, I worked with Brian um, as a as a trainer, teaching people how to write code in C sharp, and um, you know I met with Brian a few times, but I, I didn't work with him long, and uh, Brian was a, a, a great boss for the, the short time that I worked with him, and um, he that's that's the introduction. So I, I think we're going to let Brian <laughs> do his own introduction. Is that okay hey, with you, Brian? I, I appreciate it, John. Yeah, so I, you know, work, I don't know how many – years Years no longer mean anything to me. I don't remember how long ago it was. But, yeah, you left when everybody else left, and everybody screwed me over in the training <laughs> department. So – you still that did that, happen. Yeah, it did fine. happen. You all left, and I had to fix that. But no, yeah, I, went, uh, <laughs> I was a trendsetter. I like to you think were. of myself you were, as a trend. You really <laughs> trend uh, trended me downwards a little bit, but you know, it's fine. No, but it's uh, yeah. I'm uh, my name's Brian uh, Brian Herman. I uh, used to be yeah, I used to be over training and a whole bunch of different things in IT at one point in my life, but now um, I'm starting. Uh, my next life with a company called Your Next Life, which I am the uh, the CEO and one of the founding members. So uh, yeah, we can get into more of that if you want, but you know, it's happy. It's nice to be here and um, and talk with you. Yeah, I, I I definitely want to get into more of that. I want to also talk about the change that you made uh, from being in charge of the training at that organization that we we're at and uh, what that's like because I think. Um, I've met people who have worked at, well, myself, my, and my wife makes fun of me. My wife has worked at the same, the same company, the same firm for 18 years. And then she, and I have not done that. My, uh, I've, I've worked the longest I've worked for a company, I think has been 10 years. And that was a, a government job. So, and then every other one has been about two to three years. And I've just other opportunities have come up and I've taken them. But so I how long did you work before you made your your change? Your, I, was, your... I was there for nine years, nine years. Um, so that's that's a significant years. amount of time. I know when my 10 years was up that there was a little bit of anxiety for me. And I, I was uh, I can imagine. Did you experience that as well when you decided that you were done or what? So, yeah, that's a good that's a that's a good story. So um no. <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> All right. Hey, so, you're, the, you're the outlier then. <laughs> I, yeah, I am. So what, what happened was I was, I was really stagnating in where I was. Um, they, they always, they, every about year and a half, they moved me to do something new and to try to try to launch something new. You know, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. But I was at the point where I was miserable. Mm-hmm. Like I was waking up every day and uh, I was unhappy. It, it, it affected my family, right? It affected my kids. I, I mean, you're normally a pretty jovial guy, and I was just down, down in the dumps. And it came to a head one day. Um, I won't go into specifics, but essentially, uh, got off a call, and my wife was in the room with me doing something. I don't know what. And I looked at her, and I go, "Can I quit?" And she looked at me, and she knows. She she knows I have been miserable um, uh, for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we look we look at our finances. You know, can we survive? 
um, me without having a job for a little bit. And we could. So I literally, there was no anxiety, nothing, nothing at all. I wrote up, wrote up my resignation letter. And then I, I took too long to write it because then I had to jump on another call with a client that I couldn't just not make. And uh, as soon as that call was done, I emailed, I emailed it in and I was out you know, two weeks later. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't anxiety inducing because I knew I had a little bit of cushion. I got, I got lucky in mm-hmm. that aspect that a lot of people don't have. And at that point I just, you know, I did a 180 uh, mentally because my mental health was shot. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, I, I got, I got, I took some time. I actually took like two weeks to not do anything, which for me is really difficult because I have to be doing something. I can't, I, before in like, you know, years ago, I could just sit around and do nothing all day and be fine. But now I have to have a, a purpose of something that I'm going to do. And I didn't have any of that. So it was a really tough two weeks. But no, it was no anxiety on my part. It was, it was, it was time. Um, I was going to try and gut it out to my 10 year anniversary because you get something nice for 10 year anniversary. But then I heard they were, they weren't really doing that anymore. So I was like, eh, I'm out. <laughs> You're going to hold out for that, uh, that gold watch or whatever it is. I was, or... I was hoping for a gaming PC or a trip to oh, okay. WrestleMania. A trip to WrestleMania oh, okay. would have been better. So <laughs> a trip to WrestleMania would have been better than a gaming PC. You know, my, uh, my oldest son is, um, have you heard of AEW wrestling? I, I am, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a wrestling nerd. Okay, I, so I don't, they're, yeah. they're coming to Savannah, and uh, we're, well, now my middle son and my youngest son are going, because my oldest son, he, he lives in Atlanta, and he was going to make the trip, but he graduated a year and a half ago and started working for an engineering firm, and they needed him in Detroit, so he'll, he'll be on a plane even after I bought the tickets, but uh, me, so me and my uh, the other two boys that don't, we don't watch AEW wrestling like uh, Kyle does. We're gonna go watch it. But I looked, they they've gotten some good talent for like I'm kind of excited now about going to this thing. Uh, and those tickets were not as cheap as I thought they would be because I was like AEW, this isn't WWE. I could probably get these <laughs> tickets for like you know thirty or forty dollars. And and I, I told my wife I was like, man, those tickets were not. Like cheap tickets. Yeah, they're not cheap. They're not cheap. Uh, they're, I'm, I'm they're... looking forward to it, though. I can't wait to go I'm, I'm, now. I'm jealous. I would love to go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it really wasn't tough. And uh, yeah. it just it was nice to have to try to figure out what I wanted to do next. You could go to all the WrestleManias. No, I can't because I could. those tickets are not cheap. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, and then I have to travel. And yeah, let's, yeah. Get, let's get the company going. And then I can go on all the WrestleManias. Yeah, yeah. So and that was, so when, when you when you quit, did you already know that you're going to start uh, your next life? That's your company's name, right? Your next life. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, technically, YNL Global LLC. YNL Global LLC. LLC. But no, I had no idea. CBC ASAP. No, I'm kidding. Had to do it. Had to do it. Yeah, I do. But no, I had no idea. Oh, okay. So my, yeah, literally, I just left. So there's no plan. Out of plan. No, I did. I did the exact opposite of what every single person in the world should do. Yeah. Um, and didn't have a plan, and I just didn't know what I wanted. But all I know is, I'm, mental health is important, though. And if you were teetering, I'm sure, like that, it's 
it's uh it should go without saying but it has to, it has to be said because you can't no matter how um wealthy you are if you can't be i don't want to use the word sane but if you can't be mentally healthy enough to enjoy it you're you're it, you're going to be miserable you know 100%. Yeah. So. <laughs> and you're doing it to yourself, too. So I, I totally understand quitting without a plan. That makes oh, yeah. sense to me. It, but it, it, it was good because I didn't know what I wanted to do. All I knew mm-hmm. is I wanted I still wanted to help people in some way. I, the, when I when I was when I was over workforce development, we built career pathing and all these different things. And that's I enjoy doing that. Right. I yeah. Was, I, I like that. And so you gain in career develop career in workforce development. When people learn something there, you were giving them a, a, a marketable skill too. Like you Very really were so. helping a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. People and what, what employers sometimes don't realize when they have uh, employee issues is it, it really it's employee engagement, employee relations and communication. And if you and your employees are uh, not on the same wavelength as to what the employee's goals are versus the employer's, then there's going to be trouble. And I, I think I was at that point. There was two totally different concepts of what I was going to be in the future. So, yeah, I just left. And uh, I knew that I wanted, like I said, I wanted to help people. And the idea came to me sometime within, within the first couple of weeks um, of doing something like that. I was like, okay, this is possible. But the thing is, I, an idea is great. Right. I, I love to help people with ideation and mm-hmm. you know, figuring it out, but actually making it real is an entirely different scenario. And when I was thinking about your next life and this plan, I, it, it was going to take me a while. Right. And uh, so I, you know, I took some time and I liked project management. I like doing that. So I figured, well, why not I'll just go get my project management certification from Google, do it real fast. And, you know, if, even if I don't find a job relatively quickly, I just become a project manager somewhere. And if anybody needs project management, reach out because I, I can help you out. But there you um, go. But so I, I did that. And the story of how, you know, YNL came to be is, I, I, it's kind of, uh, is also unique too. So I was just talking, talking with a friend of mine and he, you know, was unhappy with what he, he was doing too. And uh, I said, you need to start your own company. And then I get I get a message back saying let's talk this weekend. I'm like oh, okay, well that's interesting. So I, I was going to bring my idea that I had, which was uh, the individual side of your next life. And he explained what he wanted to do, which is the exact same thing only on the corporate side. And it, it was kind of like, well, this is you know, an epiphany, right? This is you know, it's perfect timing for both of us. So we're like, let's do it. And there there was no thinking like, well, let's let's think of a student. Like no, let's do it. And uh, we just did it. We went out and, you know, became a, a real life company. You know, we got our EIN number and all that fun stuff. And we started planning and starting to figure out how to get to where we needed to go. And it, it's been, it's been, a, it's like, we only started in April. We had a conversation, I think maybe the last week of March or the first week of April and two weeks, two or three weeks later, we were, we were doing business together. And so, yeah, we're, we're sitting at the, the what are we at the beginning of june right now so it has been pretty really fast and i was I, i've been meeting with you know small business administration uh, and some other uh, people recently and you know explaining what we were doing and like wow you've done a lot in a really short period of time and i'm like yeah it helps when i'm not doing anything else and i can put uh-huh. focus on this so you know your next life is you know our 
our goal is twofold, essentially. From a corporate side, we want to help employers um, meet their employees' needs, whether it's through career development, uh, benefits, you know, be able to retain your employees, whatever we need around there to so they to come from and meeting in the middle to make sure that everybody's aligned, right? So that that's from a corporate side. That's what we want to do. We want to come in and discover and figure all these things out. From the individual side, which is like I said, that, that this was what I wanted to do. Piece of it, it is we're gonna we're gonna call it my next life, and uh, essentially what it's going to be is we're developing an app. It'll be it'll be available, you know, App Store, Google Play, sometime in the next year. And what we want to do is help those who are either kind of confused about what they want to do or have an idea about what they want to do in their lives and their next careers. It's called your next, what is your next life? And help them get there. So essentially what's going to be, and I'm, from a high, there's a lot of little individual pieces in the middle that are really detailed, but we are going to work backwards from what your desired occupation is, whether you know, it's starting your own business or working for a, a company or whatever you want to do. Right, it's it's your passion. There's no no, no strings here, and then mm-hmm. we're going to work back. Uh, also, where you want to live, right? Because that's another piece of it. You know, if you're not living where you want to live and you're miserable in that area, then you got to get out too. But we then we work backwards. Yeah, uh, what was that? That's the base of Maslow's uh, triangle, right? Maslow's yeah, hierarchy if, is yeah, is home. Not- you have to have a good. Your your base need is. Um, Actually, it's the second one. You have psychological and safety, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking that up because I'm not, I'm not. But part of that, like, if you don't live in a a safe home or a or a happy home, I don't know if anything else is going to be. It's going to be hard to work, live from, you know, exist from there. You know, exactly. So what we want to do is take that, and then we're going to ask a whole bunch of questions. It's mm-hmm. a, a massive uh, questionnaire, and uh, we'll meet. Uh, right now, we'll, you know, we'll have a, a physical meeting and, and you know, somebody will tell me, I'm going to ask some really personal questions, right? Because I, I need to know who you are. I need to know the individual of who I'm talking to because I can't get somebody to where they want to go without knowing. So there has to be this, you know, this element of trust um, between us and, and our, our potential client. So you know, they, we talk and then we build out a plan specifically made for you to get you to your next life. So, you know, whether it's education, whether it's, uh, you, know, you know, dealing with you know, you know, the societal issues that, that have potential to hold, right? How do you overcome things? And it's, it could take six years, 10 years, or two months. I don't know. Everybody's different, right? But it's just, it's, we're sort of like, we want to be a guidance counselor. I was, I was just thinking that. I remember I was, and it's foolish now to think back to when I was 15, like, what do you want to do as a 15 year old, John? What do you want to do with your man? I want to uh, eat Hot Pockets and play video games. Like, that's the <laughs> Seriously. Like, why do we ask them that question? Even, even as a 20, a 21, a 22, a 23 year old, I don't even think I was, I knew what I wanted to do. That. I don't even know if I know what I want to do now. That's why it's, it's that's probably up. why this, you're asking all these questions because exactly maybe together you'll realize you don't want to be. A, a plastic surgeon, but maybe that's not as important to you as you think it is. 
Correct, right? It's, it's, it's about waking up each morning and knowing that whatever you're going to do that day is going to fulfill you and make you content, right? So, maybe, maybe you'll realize you don't want to be, you don't need to be the workforce development manager. You just need to help people <laughs> instead of, right? Is that right? Uh... <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. and anybody can have this need. So coming out of high school, right? 100% you're going to have that need because it's, you're not going to know. I mean, let's be honest. There's very few people uh, coming out of high school that are going to do the same thing for the next 45 years. Oh, yeah. They're, it's just not going to happen. That's, so it's, yeah. it's going to change. If you go to college, it's going to change probably four or five times because <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting out of your environment and you're learning new things and then new things become interesting to you. Well, and you're learning kind of who you are because you really don't know who you are until you're probably 30 years old honestly like yeah. I don't think, yeah so <laughs> so we try to figure out who you are the best we can right, right? And, and then we help you get to where you want to go so high school can use it uh um uh, coming out of college you can use it mid-20s you know you go well i didn't like what i'm doing now that's terrible i shouldn't have gone into business administration business administration or whatever it is and now you're like well i'm stuck with this degree how do i do anything else because now everybody's just looking for a degree which employers shouldn't do that. You know, hire the person, don't hire the, the diploma. But uh, they, they, everybody has, it's not just like a, a midlife crisis type right. thing, right? It's, it's yeah. everybody has this question they have to ask every day. And actually I, I said on the daily podcast today, um, if you all want to listen to it, you know, why not podcasts on anchor? Anyway. Yes, um, of course. Yep. I'll, I'll um, definitely, um, I'll, I'll include those in the description the show so the uh my two my two listeners will will (laughs) tune in there and uh and and listen to your your daily i've i've actually i didn't listen to today's but i've heard the the previous ones i forgot to announce it today i was out doing things and i forgot to put it in my program that does it automatically for me so i just didn't, didn't really announce it today um but what i talked about was uh vision casting uh-huh and uh, it's, I think it's very important to have those discussions with yourself, right? So if, if you're waking up every day, you're, you're making a decision, you know, what am I going to do this day? So you're coming to all these, these uh, forks in the road, right? But then yeah. it's, it's the bigger things in life, you know, like we're talking about, you know, you, you know if you want toast, have toast, I don't care. But if you want know, <laughs> to, you want to do something new and you, you look down that road and you go, I really, really want to do that. That seems amazing. Right. Looking, looking down that road, there's going to be bumps. There's going to be curves. And you're not going to know how to get there. You know, it's, it's, going to be, it's terrifying because you could stay on the same road forever and you know what the bumps are. You know what it's going to be, but you're not, you're not happy. So you know, what we want to do is help you f- navigate that road and figure out. And I brought it from a business, in the business terms, right? Mm-hmm. Your business could be you started five years ago and you were um, a lawn mowing company or something you're doing landscaping but maybe that failed within the first year so you had to you know morph your business into something else that meets the market and meets what people are looking for so you might be business might be completely different than it was you know even a year ago you have to be uh you have to become silly putty right silly putty started out as a uh a way to remove soot on wallpaper and now then it then um they need another use for it because there wasn't any soot inside the houses. So it became a toy because the, the, um, 
uh, I, can't, I don't know if it was the CEO, but his wife taught and she had the kids play with it because it was non-toxic and it was a mm-hmm. great, and the state, they became a toy, a toy, it became a toy for Crayola. It was, it was pretty interesting. That that's a, that's, yeah, that, that's exactly, yeah, you gotta be silly putty. So for, if, if you're a company and, and you're in human resources or whatever, and or C-suite, whatever, you gotta make those choices. Same as an individual in your life. You got to make those choices. So we offer those two, you know, s- different programs, right? But they're mm-hmm. they're sort of the same in the in the way it's done, but not with the overall outcome. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because one of my questions I have for you was with the podcast. The podcast is uh, the same name as the company, but I wasn't sure who your target demographic for the podcast was, and now it totally makes sense. Because I was like, I don't know if he's talking to the business owner or me, the employee, or yes, <laughs> to all of us. Like, so I, now the podcast is essentially I'm doing it for the business owner. Mm-hmm. But because I, I, I try to bring up articles every day, we talk about, you know, different stats. So Yeah, you did the the, uh, the four-day work week. I love that one. I love that four-day work week. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it'd be great. Um, so I treat it from an employer standpoint. But, you know, as you listen, I don't, I don't spe- explicitly call it out, at least maybe sometimes I do, but I go, you know, you had to think about your employees at the same time you make this decision, mm-hmm. you know, what do they want to do? So well, I always try to emphasize that and get the, and if an employee is listening, I go, what, what do I want is the question yeah. I want them to ask themselves. And I always uh, listen to mm-hmm. and apply for jobs that don't apply, uh, don't apply to me. So the other the other day, I, I applied for like three jobs at a, at a hospital, like a surgeon, a doctor. No, I didn't do that. But <laughs> I mean, but I can see because I can see um, there's a benefit in it because sometimes we, we might not understand why our employee, our employer makes the decisions that they make. So if you get some more background on the market or you know, their goals and what they're trying to do by listening to podcasts that are geared towards them. It's, it's kind of a helpful tool as an employee too. It also might, I don't know, this is going to sound, but open your eyes to like, Hey, this work environment is not as great as I thought it was, you know? Seriously. Yeah. You got, you got those rose colored glasses on right now. Yes, exactly. Then when you step back and think, Oh, Oh. And it's the trickiest part is it happens a lot in like the middle middle management, I think, where well the the people that work for me, you know, where we because we're in our um silo or our echo chamber, we don't realize that we're not treating the people that work directly for us as well as we should because the because the company won't won't allow that that manager to do that. And when you listen to you know, podcasts and, and things like that, that show what is needed. Cause I think there is a disconnect sometimes where it's, you know, why does someone need more than $7 an hour to survive? And you have, haven't made $7 an hour since you got out of high school. So you want to understand, you know, because you're not living on the economy, you're living well above the economy, you know? Yep. So and- it's, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's hard, and you know, because I, I want to stay, I want to stay friendly with companies and employees. Yeah, but at the same course. time, it's um, it's you. There are times that I've seen personally 
that the disconnect between upper level management and employees is massive. And they try to figure out what the issue is, but they don't do it in a way that brings confidence from the employee and the employer will think they've done this awesome thing (laughs) when it doesn't do anything. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's like you said, it, the Maslow, they're basic. You have to meet your basic needs, which is food and housing, right? You have to have yeah. that security. And yeah. $7.25 an hour, whatever the heck it is now, doesn't do it. And, you know, honestly, you know, $15 an hour. Uh, that's, yeah, you're hard-pressed to even get it with that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I saw the, it's somewhere in, like, 20s or even low, low 30s. Where if, if, it's, if, it's, if the minimum wage stayed with the market. Mm-hmm. So there's there's got to be a point for an employer that if you don't if you look at it you go I'm making record sales this year I'm making so much money that I can benefit uh, and enrich the lives of the people that work for me but if you make the decision to not do that then one I think you're a really crappy employer you probably, <laughs> should, you probably shouldn't have a company. And you should you know, check yourself, but you know it's just going to show everybody else that why why would I come work for you, unless you are hundred percent desperate and like for for Amazon right they take advantage of their employees hundred Amazon's never going to be a client of mine so I don't care uh, <laughs> you, take, just, you just know you know they won't yeah, be a client yeah so they they take advantage of their employees they they treat them terribly but they, there's jobs right and people need income so yeah. they are they are taking advantage of the fact that there is either uh working for amazon or potentially nothing well it's so, yeah and they they're they're it's their behavior is less uh, opportunistic and more exploitive like 100 percent, 100 percent. and i say well it's, i guess for them it's opportunistically exploitive so there's a variety of opportunity it's an opportunity for them to exploit the worker you know so yeah and then it, yes it's greed it, it's 100 just greed and greed and taking away from people that yeah. desperately need it i mean I, I forget what the stat was but you can raise everybody in amazon and they wouldn't you know it wouldn't really hurt them but you gotta you gotta please the stockholders right which is dumb to begin with you know, if, if i could go back and change change things like i there wouldn't be a stock market, right? You, you own your business and you're successful, whether you what you do and you can make the decisions, you're not beholden to other people. Right. Um, you can have investors and stuff, but it's a whole different, whole different pile of wax. And, uh, but yeah, if, if your company is going to be known as a bad company. And if you're known as a bad company, you're probably not going to get the best talent. Um, you're probably not going to get, uh, you know, people to stay with you. So you're constantly paying more and more money to rehire or to do new hires, which is incredibly expensive rather than, you know, just helping out your employees and raising their wages or giving them better benefits or whatever it is, career development. Yeah. Costs significantly less than onboarding new people. And I but, think, yeah, like you said, there's that disconnect. Cause I, uh, when I worked, I worked for a factory that was a huge global company and we were one one site that produced the product and they had a, an engagement survey that 
Um, I was the, uh, you know, I was in IT, so I went online and took the survey and submitted it. But um, for all the factory workers, this is, this is the way they did this survey, is they would have a, during the workday, they'd have everyone go to one of the big break rooms, and they'd give them popcorn and have them log into a computer and take that survey. And I thought, man, we are not, you're not, I don't know if that's the best way to get a true read on how engaged your employees are because an engaged employee would go home and take the survey and not look at it as a chore or so you're when you're herding people in and you're having if I feel like you're just kind of checking a box off like yeah we did the engagement survey and we definitely got the very most honest and best answers ever right in front of their managers inside the break room while they're sitting <laughs> after we gave them popcorn and a 30 minute a 30 minute extra break it was definitely honest answers i don't know if that's true you know i don't think yeah, I- yeah it's definitely definitely not true that's definitely a very very poor way of doing things yeah now, so you should be means- paid to take the survey i'll say that you should be paid to take the survey because your company yeah. is asking you to do something but mm-hmm. yeah don't that, that don't yeah just say hey listen here you go um, take it at the end of the day or whatever, whatever you need to do. We're not going to, we're not going to sit back. We want actual feedback. And or I think they, I'll... so will your, the company there, your, your next life, you got, are you guys going to do surveys like that? Is that, well, that might be some suggestions. And... Yeah. So let me, let me do the high level pitch. Explain okay. what it is. I yeah. know we're like 25 <laughs> minutes in, but from a, from a corporate perspective, there's three phases. There's discovery, there's implementation, and then there's maintenance. Right, and the heavy lifting is done in the discovery phase. So, what we do during that is we come in and we interview people one on one. We interview uh, C suite, upper management, middle management, uh, long term employees, and short term employees. We're all asking the same questions, right? So we go in and do that. But then we also send a company wide survey, so okay. we get specific detail. With and all of this is completely anonymous. Right. Yeah, you will. Nobody will ever know what you said. Um, so we take that, we want to go in and look at your finances just to see how much you're spending on employee retention engagement versus mm-hmm. you know, how much you're spending on new hire. And through all of that, all that information, what we do is we build out a plan and you know, tell you where your weaknesses are, where your strengths are, where there is a massive disconnect or if there's any disconnect, right, between the ma- management and the employee. And we hand you a plan. Say, listen, if this is where you wanted to go, right? As a management, you told us this. So if you want to get here, this is where your employees want to be. You know, you got to meet in the middle somewhere or else you're, just, <laughs> you're going to try and pull them to where you want to go. So we give them the plan. And then if they want us to, which we 100% can, we'll, we'll actually implement the plan for them and we'll run it as a project and we'll, we'll do all the things that go along with that. And then if they want us to maintain it, you know, we will, we will do that. We will be the ones to send out the quarterly surveys. We will be the ones to, um, you know, set up scheduling for certification testing like that. So, you know, we, we want to do the whole package because uh, from an HR perspective, you know, uh, the companies that I see in HR is very much uh, uh, doing three jobs, you know, of, of one person. They're, they're overwhelmed. And we're not offering a piece of software. Um, right. We, we might never offer a piece of software. Uh, we, you know, eventually when we grow, maybe, but, you know, we're not even thinking about that. We're offering a service, that can help you. And that's what we want to do is we want to help you. Cause if we help you as a company buy a product, we're going to help your employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I can see that as uh, needed on all levels too. Now that we're, we're living in the great, uh, it's not great the great 
Great resignation. Uh, yeah, or I heard somebody say it's the great realignment because now it's a, it's it's a for some reason I'm not sure how or why it happened. It's a good thing, but people are quitting and finding work at things that they would rather do, you know. And yep. so now you have to, well, except for sometimes where you just take the job because the job's the only one offering, but. It seems like there's a lot more jobs than there are people now looking for jobs. So if you can, if you can say, Hey, our, our employees are happy. We don't even have that many openings. You're, you might not have that hard of a time to find employees when you do grow. So uh, if through a program like this, where you're, it, maybe it's more than employees, like partners, you know, yeah. we have partners on employees. Exactly. So, I could see a, a, a need for that, for this, uh, especially if it continues, if the trends continue to where just people aren't going to do it. Because I know um, my wife is a, a manager at a, a, a warehouse and warehouse work is not, it's tough. I, had a, <laughs> I mean, it's not a easy sell to get people to work there. And then when people do work there, it's not an easy sell to get them to stay there because the 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 work just doesn't stop. There's mandatory overtime. It's a uh, it's a it's a definite um, grind to say yeah. the least. And yeah. they, I don't know how they're gonna get more employees. <laughs> they're, they're looking for more. They're adding shifts to it. They're offering more money, and it's like I I think that. They're and they pay probably they're probably some of the best paying jobs in the city that they're in the small city that they're in, but they're having a hard time getting and keeping employees because it's just hard work, you know. Yep. And and you know you're right. It's it's a great realignment because if you're, I've seen you know people posting where you know, on Reddit, Twitter, wherever that their employers are forcing people to go back into the office. Mm-hmm. That's the dumbest thing. That was a uh, Elon Musk, right? That's yeah, Elon Musk did that. And it's, <laughs> that was a big one. Terrible, terrible thing to do. Um, if you can't, unless you're like you're talking about, if it's manufacturing, yeah, manufacturing warehouse workers, yeah, you gotta have somebody loan the trucks. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have if you have to if you have to have people that that's understandable. But if you're if you're like a dev company or you know you you do something that you could do virtually. That mm-hmm. you have a computer and you have bi- ba- the bandwidth, a good bandwidth internet. There's zero reason you need to be in the in the office. And if you, if you're as a manager, you can't manage that remote person. You are a bad manager <laughs> um, because you, you don't look at the amount of hours they they work. If you if you think I'm going to work 40 hours this week, then they're going to give you 40 hours. Yeah. Or if, if you or if you just say, hey, listen, get your stuff done. Make sure you're on the meetings you need to be, and make sure your stuff's done. And let them have work-life balance, whatever they need to do. Who the heck cares? Yeah, when, I wonder. Because I wonder, um, and this this comes back to maybe that disconnect again, where I don't know that, especially in the production or like the warehouse environment. There's a calculation supposedly. There's a there's a, a efficacy rating. Per hour, uh, they call it um, efficiency over overall mm-hmm. equipment efficiency, the OEE rate. 
where they're, they can take that hour, and if the employee works at 80% or 70%, they can get this much work done. So what they're doing at the beginning of this uh, relationship is they're taking the hour and they're transforming it into something else instead of just saying, hey, guys, I have this much money. If we get this truck unloaded, I'll divide this much money out between you. You know, and whether yeah. it takes, and I know part of it, well, and going back to your part of that is too, like I have this warehouse that I rent by the hour. So I, I do know sometimes that need, that does need to happen, but for the employees, for the labor, if what you need is the results of that labor, maybe you don't need to pay by the hour. Maybe that's, maybe that's one thing that needs to go away. Hourly yeah. rate. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And you know, then you have to, you know, companies have to be moral, right? They have to have. This they do. Yeah, they have ethics to, to make sure because, they still don't take advantage of people. Yeah, because now what happens when there's well, and, and this this happens too. It's you know, we'll we'll work overtime this week, and then next week when there's not that much work that I need done, I'll send you home early, and I'll only pay you for four hours of work or, you know, and that, that, that happens quite often. And I think that's a betrayal of, of trust there too. Cause I'm, I'm giving you back quote, giving you back your time, but you're not getting the money that you budgeted to pay your bills per week, you know, and that happens quite often in the, in the production production world, you know, or the warehouse world. Yeah. But if, if you're not, in, if you're not innovating your business right now, you're falling behind mm-hmm. very quickly. If you're not looking into automation, you're falling behind. You're 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 going to be you're going to be replaced. So you know, throwing bodies at something is not is is not a long term solution. <laughs> but that's what happens. A, that's, that's yeah. The, let's just increase the headcount, and we'll get rid of this product, and then later on we'll get rid of the headcount. You know. Yeah, which we you know, starts a whole new conversation. I don't want to get into that universal universal basic income, but you know, yeah. So, but you know, I was so going there, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say I'm a very big fan, big fan of okay. yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's companies is do right by your employees. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what it all comes down to. And so, with uh, your next life as a as an employer, I can probably use that to to change this this dynamic to where now the employees understand why certain things happen the way that they happen, or they have a bigger voice. And making them happen, maybe this, this seems like this company would facilitate that. Is that accurate? Essentially, yeah. It's, okay. You know, it's it's up to the it's up to the the corporation or the company to decide what that voice is coming out because mm-hmm. they're the ones paying <laughs> for what we get. But yeah, yes, yeah, so that, that should be the end product. It should be it should be open communication. You you know where the company is going. It's not these quarterly emails that nobody reads. Yeah, right? it's it's. Or a You're, website that never gets visited. That's just yeah, right. it's, it's just not going to happen. No, and as long as you know you have that information out there, you could you like you said earlier, you could check it off. Yeah, yeah, you're just checking it. the box off. I think. Yeah, but yeah, for 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 us, for your next life, we just we want to from a company, we want to bring you together. So, so and you, you just can, started, right? You guys just yeah, we like just said. started like two weeks ago. So when you're you guys are um, pitching pitching this to to employee right mm-hmm. how's that is it being received well I'm, I'm just curious to like as an employee 
I would love if this was received well. I'm sure you would too, because it would give you more business. But exactly. um, I, I would love to see, I, I want to see this dynamic change. I think it's changing. I'd like to see it change within my lifetime. So before I retire, which is if, if I win the lottery next week, I know it won't change. But if I don't, you know, in the, in the next 20 years, will I see, will I see a change because of companies like this? Do you think? What do you yeah. think? That's a hundred percent. It's okay. It's, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm on board with that. And you know, we. If if there if we can get to the point where uh, a company is taking care of their people, mm-hmm. and we we can help facilitate that, to where, you know, we we give them better process or whatever it ends up being, but we're partners with them. We want to see them succeed for the long term. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm not against people making money. I, I, if companies can make money, it's, it's you know, I, I would say I'm a little bit more of a socialist, but I, I, people can make money, right? Whatever. <laughs> um, but I want to see the people who are making the money reinvested into their people so that the overall you know, economic impact to what they're doing to the people is higher and it's greater. And if we have, if we have a better... Uh, you know, efficient workforce. If we have uh, a better uh, employee employee engaged, employee happiness, whatever rating, employees, your, your company's going to grow. Unless you're, you know, once again falling behind. You could be that. You could be, you'd be the greatest employee employer ever. But if your product is horrible, yeah, yeah. But, yeah from, so, but from a from a from a company perspective, we are still figuring out what marketing uh, is the best way to get us out there because. Uh, like I think earlier, you know, we've gotten responses saying, "Yeah, I'm not looking for a demo." We're not. We don't. We don't have. A, we don't have software. There is no demo. Um, <laughs> we, we explain what we do for you. I can show you how it works, but there's there's no software involved in it. So we just, we're trying to figure out how to uh, get the messaging out correctly to be able to bring in uh, people. But everybody I talk to that's you know outside of this, this thing is it's a wonderful concept and they're all they're all rooting that this works that's awesome so i and i i am too i really i know and i know like uh and i don't want to be um it, it's gonna change i definitely think the workforce is changing and we're probably seeing i don't know if we've ever seen in the united states i can speak to i don't know if we've ever seen a labor movement be successful sustainably because i know there have been some some uh hit or misses but i mean as honestly as it stands right now i think we live in a we're living in a shareholder economy where the shareholders make all the money and then it uh trickles down i think it was a trickle down economy the reagan and no i don't think so yeah and i think that's what we're living in now i think we're getting i think we're seeing the results of it and that's you know, a, a, a shrinking middle class, a growing uh, group in poverty and a, and a tiny, unchanging amount at the top, you know, and I think that's yeah. and I think it's that and I think now we see the top through uh, the resource, the capital that they have at their the that resource that they control allows them to control other resources like labor and actual food and just everything. And I think that what is, we're getting to the point where like, uh, if I think it was Henry Ford who said everybody who works at Ford should 
be able to afford a Ford. Yeah, <laughs> I don't right? think you can afford an F-150 if you work on the Ford assembly line, though, to be honest with you. I've priced yeah, them but... just recently, and I don't think you can. I don't, I don't know who can, can afford either. those trucks, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, and it's, it's if you just break it down to McDonald's, right? Yeah. They're, they're finally getting the, the picture. I've seen people, you know, they're $14, $15 now, whatever it is. But back when they're minimum wage, for an hour, I'm getting a Big Mac. Like, I'm not, I can't even eat at McDonald's. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. There it is. I mean, that's, that's the best way to explain Yeah, it. that is the best just, way to put it, is you can't buy, after you're working an hour, you can't afford a Big Mac meal. That's not great. That's a bad, yeah, that's not good. And, yeah, and McDonald's charges you, most McDonald's charge you half when you work there. Like, you, you know, don't even get, you get, you get a discount. But yeah, you get a discount, still... which is half. It's going to be half yeah. of your, it's, it'll break it. You, you can't afford, well, you're on the clock. You can afford one burger. So. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think. I laugh. You know, I shouldn't laugh. It's really tough. But it's, it's the truth, though. It, it, it is. It's what... It is the truth. But it's how I. But I, I always end every every podcast that I do. That nobody listens to, right? But every all, every podcast that I do is, you know, I tell people, you have one life to live. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no repeats. You know, live it to the fullest. There it and is. Every, yeah. Everybody needs to come to that realization that there's not, if there's something after this, wonderful, great. There's there's <laughs> no guarantee for that. But you got this life right now. You have mm-hmm. you're you're breathing yeah yeah what can you do to make your life better and then at the same time help the others around you yeah i was gonna say a lot of times it's it's helping others that i don't know if it's a paradox but it makes you better and that might be the 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 if somehow and if we can all in a pollyanna moment if companies like this one can convince those shareholders of that then that would be amazing and i really hope so i do i I think that i hope you guys get the best pitch ever and and all the um all the industries like i hope more companies like yours pop up and and maybe even i I hope there's not even a need for companies like yours to be honest you know in in the in the future that's what i hope for my kids is that it will just be it will be unheard like it would be unheard of to not to to have someone living at poverty. I'd love to see what was it? Uh, I think John F. Kennedy did the he wanted to eradicate poverty in the United States. He didn't succeed at it, but I think that would be amazing if we could do that. Yeah, and yeah, and yes, and hundred <laughs> percent. And it's it, I, I wish I could say I'm, I'm positive about it, but I don't think it's ever going to happen because I'm almost saying we're not getting into it. But it's uh, with politics. Yeah, and, and I had a, all I that had, fun stuff. I used to volunteer for a uh, a soup kitchen. I, I did a lot of that. Uh, I did it while I was working at Onshore, as a matter of fact. And um, I know it, it bugged me to see, like, the, the like that's that's where I really saw, like, it, we're all just one or two, well, I know, no, no pressure on you starting this new business and just having quit, but we're all one or two paychecks away from eating at a soup kitchen, I think, too. And 100%, that, yeah. that shouldn't be that way. And I... And I remember asking the the minister about there was a comment in the in the in the Bible because it was a, a Baptist uh, church that I was at, so reverend minister, reverend preacher. But I I know Jesus mentions we'll always have the poor among us, and I asked him, you know, what that meant. I didn't I didn't really get a great answer about that, but I think that I think that alludes to the more you know like along faith. But I I like to believe that even if 
we think we will, that doesn't mean we shouldn't try to not get to like like Vince Lombardi said, we'll never get to perfection, but we should always chase it. So we should always like we might always have poor, but we shouldn't we shouldn't actively create the poor. So <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah, it, it's 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 a long it's a long term thing, but you know. Everybody talks about incremental incremental progress. Yeah, and that's what I think you guys are are are, are onto something with uh, maybe creating like a win win scenario where me as an employer I can still maximize profit, but I can also make sure that I don't have anyone in my company on food stamps because I think at the end of the day we're all there because we're getting paid, and I don't have anybody in my company um, crying under a desk because of the the toxic environment, you know. And not know about it, too, because I wonder how many people, uh, like, uh, if you would go to, like, the big, big houses at the lake and say, hey, did you know that you have employees in Houston, Texas, that had committed suicide and they blamed work on it? They would be, like, they would be shocked and appalled. They would never want that to happen. So I definitely think there needs to be that disconnect needs to go away because they don't, you don't want to be the the reason that someone hates their life or has gone insane, you know? So yeah, if you yeah. have a heart, yeah, if you have a heart, but uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people don't, uh, especially those who have a lot of money and want to keep like, it. Yeah. Well, hopefully they do. And hopefully they, they hire you guys. I hope they, I'm, I wish that for you. I'm wanting I, you guys to succeed. I, yeah, I, I want us to see, succeed too. And uh, yeah, if, if I said, uh, we have a Twitter presence. I really mm-hmm. don't post, uh, when we do my next life, I'm going to do more Twitter, TikTok, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so but, so yeah. If, you're, if, if someone has a business, what would be the best way for them to reach you to, to get? And, and, and are you, do you have like pro, tiers? I'm, I'm, I'm just curious about all that. <laughs> I know I'm hitting you with a lot and you just started the company, but. So, so yeah, they, they can contact us in a couple different ways. You could go to our website, lionlglobal.com, and you know, there's a little uh, there's a little form at the bottom. We just want a little bit of information so I know a little bit about you, and we'll set up a set up a conference, you know, set up a meeting. Or you can email us at info at uh, lionlglobal.com. You can add me on LinkedIn, which I would love to have more connections out there. Yes, I'm, the I'm definitely. I always try to add that in all the show notes too. And, and uh, the LinkedIn page, which we're we're which really which I'm trying to grow right now if I can, because we're like I said, we're actively looking for businesses. But you know, any way you want to reach out, you know, I, we are. I am available. I, I will make myself available to mm-hmm. have a conversation with you. But as for like tears or anything like that. It's we don't have anything like that right now. Where pricing is based upon each client is individual. Okay, it's, everybody's different. So yeah, yeah. So I, would, I imagine you would build the price that would go either up or down after probably discovery. You come to my company, you realize, hey, you got a serious. It's going to take a lot of heavy lifting here. So I would probably have to pay a little bit more. It, it, honestly, you know, without giving away too much. Of, no, yeah. Of the details, it's really about how big your company is. That's okay. what it comes down to. If, if you have a, a significantly large company, it's going to take us longer to do the work, which is mm-hmm. going to cost more is what it's uh, going to be. So is your headcount like, are you guys bit, you're not, I know you work for the company, but is there a big team right now? Or is it still something you're, you're building? It's, it's, I'm the one actively working on it every day. Um, okay. Our, our dev is working on the back end with the, the app and everything. And I have another partner who is anonymous and he's, he's helping me 
uh, on the back end as well. But yeah, it's it's just us. And you know, if we if we grow, which I think we can relatively quickly, we're right. going to need people. We're going to need project managers. We're going to need uh, developers. We're going to need salespeople. So you know, it it can ramp up relatively quickly. If we get one client within the next month, it's going to cover us for the next couple of months. So um, if you know anybody, know yeah. about yeah. us because yeah. We, we I can don't, help you out. I don't travel in those those circles, but uh, I would, <laughs> if I did, I would send them that way because I definitely think. And like you said, is your your first instinct might be to be like, "Hey, that's that's what our HR department does. That's what they take care of." But like you said, HR, if you've ever worked in any company and have been to HR, they're busy trying to fix paychecks, make sure that my insurance is right, and they don't really have time to to really most of the HR departments don't have time to um, make sure John doesn't hate himself because of what the work he's doing, you know, or the work he's not doing or whatever it is, make sure I'm engaged. That, that engagement is huge. And HR, most of them don't have time to do that. You're right. Like that's not. <laughs> and I think too, I think that's why I've noticed HR and it's, it's a terrible joke, but like HR um, internists and, and people who work in HR, they they switch jobs a lot too because I think they they go into HR thinking they're going to make a big difference in people's lives. And even they get um, disengaged from the company because they get stuck in the minutia of the day-to-day and they're not, they're not changing lives. They're not helping people the way they thought they were going to. And I think that's, you know, that, you know, they might need to be engaged as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's, you just have to come to a realization that, hey, listen, we're not, we don't want to come in and do your job for you. Mm-hmm. We are, we are a tool for you, yeah. just for you to make your, we don't want to come in and take your work. I don't want And like to you said, that. it's not, it's not software. This is a, a curated service. That yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. me right now. It's me. And I'm yeah. Gonna come talk to you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to, it's going to be an interesting couple of months. And, uh, I, yeah, I, it is. I, this I, is I a big, a... this is a big swing that you guys are taking. I'm on it. I'm going to be honest with you. I really want you to see, but this is huge. Like this is a big, are you at all nervous? Or are you... I tell you what, it's, since we've only been technically doing it for two weeks, I'm not nervous yet. Okay, good. Um, cause like I said, if we can get one, yeah, we're fine. And... Well, that's I hope so, and I think, yeah, I don't know, and I, and I don't know how to do that. I'm not a, um, I'm not a salesperson, but I, I, I hope that you guys can. I think that's going to be great if you can. I think that that's that's when success builds on success too. Is if you can point to that organization and say, hey, look, look at what happened here. You know what I mean? That would be huge. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, I mean, if you, you said your wife works at a uh, company, you tell yeah. us, see how it goes. What do you think? Do you think your company needs this? And, I do know some know. people. I, I forgot. I do know people. I know her <laughs> quite per- intimately. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have a, you have a good relationship with that person. Yep. So, and like uh, I said, they're, yeah, they're always looking for, for, for employees because it's hard to, it's hard to keep employees, not even just good employees. It's hard to keep employees right now. So. It, yeah, it really is. Cause uh, you know, it, it's just one, if there's one problem, yeah. if they're not, if your people aren't invested in it, there's, there's options. Well, and I think society as a whole, like we just, hopefully, gosh, I hope we're on that, 
on the out on the end of this pandemic. We just went through like a global pandemic. You know what I mean? Like people reevaluated a lot of aspects of their life, not just their career. So now they're like, man, like, and I went through this and now you're going to come at me about some kind of reports. And I also hate everything else about this company. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? That's what yeah, happens. Very short fuse people have when it comes to yeah. that stuff. So yeah. you got you to be able to mitigate that and walk those. Mm-hmm. Walk. It's really about humbling yourself a little bit, you know. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, going, yeah, okay, we're not, we're not working as efficiently. And, you know, for, we're not, we're not that high cost, if I'm being honest with you, from a long scheme of things. Right. But uh, just get some help to help your company do better. You know, then we'll, then we'll leave. Like, if you don't want to keep us around, we're gone. We'll go do something else. We'll go do, you know, uh, work where we need to work. So, yeah, I just, I just want to help people when it all comes down to it. We want, we want Y&L, your next life, to really give people an upper hand, give companies an upper hand, and uh, to be able to be able to shine. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited about this because I've read um, and, and heard some podcasts about uh, companies who had CEOs come in that wanted to change the culture and have succeeded. Um, there was a company, I can't remember. I'm, tr- I'm trying not hard. I'm, I'm also Googling. That, uh, <laughs> That's how I remember things. I Google like everyone else. I think it was, was it Nabisco? That, um, no, there were, it was a food company. There aren't many food companies, which is crazy to think about. But uh, they changed, uh, actually, I think it's, wait one second. I think it, he, he came in with a plan because, it was a terrible work environment and it, it he changed everything. I think it might've been, um, is it Rich Keller? Is that who did it? But he totally transformed that place. No, that's the guy who did the interview. I, this is why I'm, I'll never be a researcher. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I know if you have the buy-in, he, he had to put together a team of people to help them do that but you could be that team so that's there you know that's that's in place but he knew there was an issue so it's yeah yeah this is this is definitely marketable i'm I'm, yeah i'm kind of excited excited and nervous for you but uh (laughs) well i appreciate it yeah sorry and i yeah i'll definitely talk to um people and and mention this this uh this tool this opportunity because even yeah you know what now that i think about i do know some people who have started companies i don't know how many people they employ but they're in, yeah, they might. Yeah, I'll, look, I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Ask around. See, get general, generalized feelings because yeah, uh, yeah. This, this, this really can help a lot of people. And like I said, yeah, it's exactly. not going to be overtly expensive. It'll save you a lot of money in the long run. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess uh, thank you so much for doing this podcast. And like I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on editing it and making it sound a little bit better with whatever <laughs> software I can find. But uh so I know like you, you you quit your job, you're starting this company, you, you've got your own podcast. So like, what are you doing with all the extra spare time you have? Like what's your, what, I, you, what, what new foreign language are you learning? Cause of course you've got time. Oh yeah. I clean the house a little bit and I get to hang out with my kids. And eventually when it's not a hundred degrees outside with a hundred percent humidity, we got to 
I got a play set to build, the swing set. I got a trampoline to build and a pool to put up. Yeah, I was so, just joking, but I knew I knew you were doing more <laughs> just because I knew. I always have to have something on my plate. Can't that's can't what, that's, not do that. I, I will say that when I did work with you, I, I noticed that uh, you were always busy. So I know uh, I know Onshore is missing, you know, a juggernaut because that was something me and Derek talked about how you were always. Um, you had some new project that you were starting or implementing or, and there wasn't just the maintenance of the, uh, what's it called? Um, the boot camps and stuff. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Or, or, you know, when people are like, I want to just get back to the, the normal, the day to day. But you, you were, you were always, always busy, always working. And it wasn't just busy work either. It was, it was work that uh, I think that's huge too. And in, in, at work is that, when we know our job is just busy work, we kind of check out too. We're not engaged in either. If we're if we just giving someone, hey, I need you to 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 put a line on all these things, and that's it. You know, if we don't yep. explain to them why that why that job's important, what that's doing down the road, if we don't give them the whole picture and make them a partner too, that's a big. I, I think that happens a lot not just in factories, but in um, even development I've seen or I need you to fix this piece of code right here. But if you don't tell them how it's all connected, they can't. This is back to my onshore days. I had an employee. um, I don't know if you, because we were at the Glenville site, but uh, his name is Bryce Hines and he was a developer. And um, actually one of the clients wrote to me and said, Bryce has been a great employee. Uh, He, fixed the code that I gave him and he saw where the code fit in and suggested some changes that made, made the program and the process more efficient. So I think that when we, we trust that, like you said, it requires a lot of trust, but when you trust your employees and make them a partner, they can probably help a lot more than, and, and feel like they're doing a lot more because they are and, and be more um, bought into your, your company, your system, you know, and you were that way at, at like I said, at onshore, you were always, working to get more people involved and more programs up and running. I think, I think you did some, didn't you do something with the college there and the, I, yeah, I, I, I did a whole bunch of stuff. It was yeah. Another, I thought I that was great. About all the things I did, but yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want you to, you have to fit through the door and you go, oh, I don't want your head to Exactly. <laughs> I don't need to, I don't need too much of a, but yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's a lot. It's a, you know, if, if I want to keep moving forward, I, I got to look forward and, yeah. yeah, I want people to look forward to to uh, you know figure it out for themselves. Well, don't don't uh, don't work too hard. Don't get too like take time. I'm sure you know that to take time for yourself. But oh yeah, and you're just, like thanks yeah, for that advice, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to. So we have the nighttime routine with me and my me and my kids, and that's about to start here in about five minutes. Okay. So that's that's the time I like. I, I, I that's my that's my downtime. And then I have to deal with the dogs. But that's Heck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm about to go to the gym myself. That's my, I read books when I'm on the treadmill. That's my uh, quiet time. So that's there you And that's great. It's been a, man, it's been really great talking to you. I could talk to you for hours and hours, but then your kids will hate me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to do this again. I'll have you on, I'll have you on mine. Uh, yes, uh, I would love right. to go on there and talk about something I know nothing at all about. That's what I'm good at. But uh, all, all that matters, right? As long as you show that you know what you're doing, that's that's half. That's, that's half right. Just, if you, I always said you could walk anywhere with like an iPad and just confidence, and you could be like. <laughs> 
or a ladder. If you take a, I, I watched a YouTuber with a ladder, and he walked into, um, and I'm not a kid. This is somebody sent me the YouTube. I don't watch YouTube, but he walked <laughs> into a movie theater and watched the whole movie for free because he had a ladder. So obviously he was doing something important. So it's that confidence. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so just be confident and fake it till you can make it, and then That's you know, it. learn how to well, do it. But. Well, good luck. I'm going to put all this. And for anybody that, that wants more information about your company, all the links are going to be in the description of this um, this podcast. I don't know what it's called. And like I said, thank you very much, man. And I'll definitely reach out to you again for sure. I for sure would like to come on uh, YNL's podcast and talk there to you. There we go. Yep. All right, Brian, I'm going to I'm going to jump off unless you have any other anything else to say to my two viewers. <laughs> no, I'm good. If you, if you, your two viewers come over and listen to mine and you know, to let, let's, let's Yes, they, they definitely should cuz I I think they do work. They do have jobs. One of them's almost retired now, but he's still working, so he could definitely get something out of your podcast, you know. Awesome. All right. So, I will I'll talk to you later. Thanks again. And uh, it's been a pleasure, man. Sam, you have a good one. All right, you too. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, if you're still listening, then you are glutton for punishment. But that was episode eight. Episode eight is in the can and over with. And I'm going to be coming out with a little special mini episode this week. Uh, Not an addendum. It's something totally different, totally new. I don't want to spoil it. And uh, it's weird and it's something new and something I'm trying. It's... If it's not good, it will fit in with the rest of this podcast. But I, I hope it is good. It's, I'm going to call it episode A. So we'll have episode one through eight. And then we'll have episode A. And then B and C. And then maybe episode nine. And then D. You'll see why when it all starts. But stay tuned. Keep listening. And uh, again, thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your life.